JP, you know what that sound means. Football! Let's fucking go. Football is back, baby, and that means the football fiends are back as well with season two of our uh, high-esteemed podcast that everyone loves, everyone listens to around the world. We're so excited to be back here doing this, and we're kicking off the new season with just a little season preview of everything we got going on around the NFL. We came to you guys a couple times over the summer. We caught up on all of the free agent action and all of the off-season news. But now we're jumping right into getting ready and previewing what the season ahead, who we think is going to win, all the new and up-and-coming good players, all the, I don't know, everything like that. Super Bowl champs, uh, award, award winners, just literally everything you can imagine we're covering in this podcast. Hopefully not that long of a podcast, but with me saying that, it'll probably be like two hours. That being said, I'll kind of lay out how we're going to do this. We're going to start off by going division by division, kind of just talking about each team very briefly, just catching up on expectations of each team. And then as we go through the divisions, we're going to give our division winners and our other playoff teams from those divisions. And then eventually we're going to make our way through the playoff bracket to our conference champion and Super Bowl picks. Then we're going to give our award picks for the year. And we're going to finish off by just taking a quick look at the week one slate. JP, I will give you the choice. Where do you want to start? Which division of the NFL are we starting at? NFC East. <laughs> what? No. Ugh, that's we got to the... save the best for last. We might as well get rid of the worst one first. Fine. <laughs> we'll start off with your New York football Giants, then. <laughs> the worst team ever. How do you no. feel How do you feel going into the season about your New York Giants? Uh, I'm excited to see the new coach in action because he was the, the OC for the Bills. And Josh Allen is the GOAT. Um, but they're the Giants, so they're still going to be bad. They're, they're still feeling the effects of them. Yeah, I think Dayball is literally the only optimism you guys have coming into the season. It's basically that and, like, is Saquon going to be back to, like, old form? Yeah, and if the slight possibility that Dayball could turn around Daniel Jones's career, like, that'd be great. If not, like, this is the last year on his contract. Sign R. See you. <laughs> Goodbye. Are you high or low on Wandale Robinson? I'm so high on Wandale <laughs> Robinson. That guy is awesome. Yeah? Do you actually think so? He, he's almost as good as Byron Pringle. <laughs> Which, that's a lot coming from you. That is. Do you, do you actually think he's going to actually be able to catch like a touchdown on like Kenny Galladay? I, I think he could. <laughs> he could catch at least one? Yeah, Kenny Galladay, that guy is cursed, and I hate him. Yeah, I mean, in general, there's really not much of an outlook to talk about with the New York Giants. I mean, they're probably going to be middle of the pack at very best. But you know that they have them like one of the most expensive wide receiver rooms in all of football. That's really sad, and I think and Galladay has like a crazy contract, right? It's such a waste. Three years, seventy-two million dollars. Oh, geez, the Family Guy theme song is playing in the background. We got to turn this off. We can't find the remote. I found it. All right, we got it off. All right, that was that was almost a big problem. I was getting distracted. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like you said, Giants wide receiver room's a disaster. Daniel Jones probably not going to be good. There's not really much to talk about. But Tyra Taylor is going to take over yeah, we'll, at some point. I we, we'll give him the time of the day on this podcast just because you're a fan of them, and I felt like it was necessary to talk about. Uh, the commies, the commanders. I mean, there's really uh. Bad. Really nothing to say about this group. I'm a, more of a fan about Carson Wentz than most people, but like, I can't see any scenarios where they're really making noise in this division, let alone the league this year. All right, sidebar. Sidebar. Who's better? What do you – why? Okay. Because you're you're high on Carson Wentz, okay. but you're not high on Kirk Cousins. What's I'm, the difference? Kirk Cousins is better. What's I'm not going to say – I'm not going to – 
I'm not going to say Carson Wentz is better than Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins just stinks too. It doesn't mean they both stink. So why aren't you high on Kirk, but you're high on Carson? Well, I shouldn't say I'm like high on Carson, but I'm higher on him the most. I feel like people think Carson's like this absolutely horrible quarterback, but I mean, he's come closer to winning an MVP than Kirk Cousins ever has. And you can't deny that. He has more playoff passing yards. Who does? Kirk Cousins. Carson, Carson, Wentz, Carson Wentz has three playoff passing yards. I don't care. <laughs> I do. His team won a Super Bowl. with He, he has a ring. And yeah, Nick Foles. He has, still has a ring. Kirk Cousins has zero. That's like Jimmy G having two rings. Well, that's more than Kirk Cousins as well. well. We're not on the Vikings yet. <laughs> We're gonna, we could do this later. You already had to bring this up two minutes in the podcast. <laughs> For the record, while we're doing this, JP yesterday said compared Kirk, Kirk Cousins to Aaron Judge, the best baseball player on the planet, and I will not have any of that. When we get to the Vikings, I'm probably going to scream at him. I'm just getting that out of the way now. Um, yeah, Commanders, they stink. We're rooting for Brian Robinson to come back after he got sh- brutally shot. That's that's all I got. Uh, probably last place. I think the Giants could beat them, maybe. It'll be like a neck and neck for third. <laughs> yeah, and then Nothing, nothing in the future. I don't think either of these teams have a bright future. Unless no. Wandale's good. Dude, Wandale is going to be good. Kadarius Tony, when he's healthy, is good. Darius Slayton needs to be cut immediately. <laughs> and Kenny Galladay, just by the bullet. We're not going to be able to trade him for that. All right, let's get to the meat of the division, where the little bit of controversy is. Who do you think is the favorite to win this division between Dallas and Philadelphia? I say Philly. I agree. I really think Philly has done a lot to upgrade their team this offseason and kind of try and build around Jalen Hurts, whereas I think Dallas has just gotten worse. I mean, they got rid of their best receiver in Amari Cooper. They have an aging Zeke. Tyron Smith got hurt, didn't he? Wasn't that like news? I think so. So, like, they're just like the same team as last year, just worse. And we we already know that uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs is the most overrated player in the NFL, so it's not like he's going to come saving the day. That guy stinks. Michael Parsons is good. I'll give him that. He is good. He is I'll good. give him that, but I don't think he's carrying that defense to like uh, a big run through the playoffs. I think Dallas still may be able to sneak into a wild card just because the NFC is so bad. But I also have Philly win the division. I think a lot of the moves they made on defense. Uh, they drafted Jordan Davis, who I loved for the Ravens this year. I think they got that our guy C.J. Gardner Johnson from the Saints recently. I think that's a thing too. He did. Which or is like they did. that's kind of crazy. That guy is, like, he's, like, really good because he's, like, the guy who got under Tom Brady's skin. Yeah, if you do that, you win me over immediately. Like, I like him, and now he's <laughs> on a team that I just hate. Yeah, and Devontae Smith in his second year, A.J. Brown out of the receiving core. Yeah, they're good. It's only going to help Jalen Hurts. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I think he might not be the best thrower, but, like, I can't be a Lamar stan and then, like, be like, nah, Jalen Hurts sucks. Like, but Lamar, like, Lamar has, can, has the passing. Yeah, Lamar can pass record, better than Jalen Hurts. That, but, like, that MVP still, season yeah. he had. Yeah, but like I, I feel like if I support one, I shouldn't slander the other. So I'm gonna be all in on Jalen Hurts and root for him to do well because I'm I think not, running quarterbacks are fun. I'm not fully in on Jalen Hurts yet as a passer. I mean, he's a great runner. Don't get me wrong. He turned that team into like one of the best running teams in football last year. Um, but he has the the pieces to make his life as a passer easier. So it's up to him. Yeah, and I mean, again, I say this all the time defending Lamar. Maybe he's not the best passer, but you know what? He's a football player. He knows how to win games. He knows like running matters just as much as passing in the end. It just needs to be safe. Yeah, too. maybe it won't be good for the playoffs. Like we've seen Lamar struggle in the playoffs sometimes, just because he has to pass when he's down, uh, coming back from behind. But 
that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about regular season, and I think that uh, Philly is pretty well set up. They could definitely get to the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think – whether or not Dallas, Philly, or both make the playoffs, I don't think either of them is winning the playoffs. I think Dallas will go like 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. I think Philly will go yeah. like 10-7. and seven. Do you think 9-8 and eight is like good enough to make the playoffs? I think it's possible. With the NFC, I, exactly. I, I can see it yeah. happen. All right, let's move on to a different division in the NFC. Want to go south or north? Uh, let's go. Let's go south. Go down south to an interesting division because coming into the year, a few like maybe like four or five months ago, you would have said this is the worst division anybody's ever seen. Nobody in this team uh, division is worthy of making the playoffs. Like no good quarterbacks are coming out of this division. But then Tom Brady obviously comes out of retirement, and the Bucks are automatically a Super Bowl favorite again. The Saints have nothing but good stuff coming out of camp. I feel like Jameis has gotten a lot of hype, and a lot of people have seemed to be on the Saints. I'm just not loving the fact that they lost Sean Payton. No, definitely. I think it's going to be a little bit of a... Do you know who their coach is? Uh, Dennis Allen, 90% sure? Oh, or is he their DC? I, I think that's him. Look it up real quick. Confirm it. I know he's one of their coaches. So I'm not, I want to make sure he's their head coach. Um, yeah, but it's Dennis Allen. It is. Okay, good. Uh Exactly. I think that's why I'm not sold on them, too. It's going from one of the greatest head coaches we've ever seen to Dennis Allen, who I don't think is very good. He was a, actually one of the youngest coaches in football when he first made his coaching debut with the Raiders back in the day. Yeah. I just, and they stunk. So. I, I'm not fully sold, but I've definitely come around on them more so than I have, uh, or more so than I was in the summer. I was completely off Jameis. I was completely off their team. My dad kind of sold me a little bit. I hope he's listening because I think they're a serious threat to be a wild card team. I can't see them beating Tampa. I know a lot of people are being like, oh, where's Tom Brady? Like he hasn't been at training camp. I don't think he doesn't need to. Yeah, I was going to say, does it matter? I think me and JP know well enough by now. Like if you try and be like, oh, count out Tom Brady, like he might not be good this year, it's just going to disappoint you. I I used to get my hopes up. Exactly. Tom Brady fell off and then he wins a Super Bowl. Yeah. Count on him winning 13 games. Like Uh, if it doesn't, then good. Good news. I think. Tom Brady, with the way that my luck goes, he's going to win another Super Bowl this year because it's an even year. <laughs> yeah. He won in 14, 16, 18, 20. He, everything is just lining up for him to win in 2022. And then maybe he'll finally retire. Yeah, and then there's going to be a narrative like, oh, he won it and didn't even have to try this year. And then I'm just going to be upset. He's, he didn't go to training camp. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my, I'm already mad. Yeah. Uh, but again, like I was kind of saying, I, I don't really have much to say about the Bucks. Like we just kind of summed up. They're They'll good. be good. They'll probably make a deep run. Anyone who's overblowing this Tom Brady like offseason drama, I think, is so so uh, up for disappointment. It's never gonna. He's gonna be good till he's sixty three. It's just how he works. He's an alien. I've never seen anything like it. And the, the when he finally does retire, or when he finally does suck, I'll just be happy. I'll be surprised, and I'll I'll be really excited. So fearing the worst is just the best way to go about it. And I recommend that to Saints fans. I recommend that to anyone in the NFC South. I recommend that to. Anyone who doesn't like him, just expect him to win 13 games and expect him to be in the Super Bowl because that's the only way to do it. Because then when it happens, you won't be as devastated. Yep, I've, that's the only way uh, nowadays. Uh, like I said on the Saints, uh, Michael Thomas seems to be like relevant again. I completely counted him out in the offseason. Slant Boy. Yeah, Slant Boy seems to be healed and like actually going to play football. Kamara is not going to get suspended. So, like, things are kind of looking up for them, whereas I thought they were looking really down. And, again, they have a good defense. Um, Chris Olave, I love as their rookie wide receiver. Jarvis Landry coming in there to be a third wide receiver. He's good. Jameis is good. I think Jameis will be fine. If Jameis just plays remotely like you did 
uh, in the beginning of last season. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll m- maybe win nine, ten games and be in the playoff one. I think that they could definitely make the playoffs. All depends on that defense, which is slated to be really good. Exactly. And uh, I trust my dad's opinion on that. My dad knows their defense if he's hyping them up, I believe. So, pencil them in for 10 minutes. It's probably going to happen. I believe it. NFC sucks. Uh, the other two teams, I mean, there's not really much to say. I am excited for Baker to get a shot in uh, Carolina. I don't think they're necessarily going to be good. But giving him DJ Moore, giving him Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, hopefully healthy this year, I think it could be interesting to watch. Is that a better situation than when we- – he was in Cleveland with Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, not, Nick Chubb, and Kuhn. Not necessarily in terms of weapons, but I think just in terms of, like, mental state and just, like, having freedom. and fresh just start. Like, yeah, fresh start. I think he's going to be allowed to be him and just, like, chuck the ball and, like, be Baker. If, and, again, if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, that's the best weapon he's ever had. So That's true. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be, like, uh, what was it, 2020 Baker where he – made noise in the playoffs, but I don't think the Panthers are going to be that good. He had, a, he had a good year that year, too, passing. Yeah, and I think he was hurt last year. I think we're definitely going to see a different version of Baker this year that we haven't seen in a, uh, since then. I don't know if he'll be quite up to that standard, but I think it's going to be clear that the Panthers got a steal and the Browns made a mistake paying a uh, not-so-nice guy $220 guaranteed million. So that's all I have to say on the matter. Uh, I'm, I'll be excited to watch them, but don't have too high of expectations. Falcons, I don't, I don't care. Not good. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is cool. I am excited. Mariota's getting a chance. Like I'm, I'm always been. Kind I of, hope he does. Something yeah, he's like, like I, fun. I enjoy him. He's very fun. His backup days on the Raiders were awesome. Like, he reminds me of being a young college student. Yeah, like give him a shot. <laughs> Let's see what happens. They might win like five games. He was a what second overall pick. Like, yeah. Get Calvin Ridley back next year after the parlay that lost, and then. <laughs> Who knows? Obviously, there's nothing. They're not going to be good this year, but I, I'm i not, like, dreading watching any of their games. Yeah. All right, let's head up north. Um, this is an interesting division. We're going to have some beef as we go along. I think we're both in lockstep, though, about how much we do like Green Bay this year. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay is just Green Bay. They're a lock to win at least 12 games, I think. Which is, I don't think is necessarily a popular opinion. I think everyone's like, oh, he lost, uh, Rodgers lost Devontae Adams. Like, is the offense going to be the same with Alan Lazard as the number one wide receiver? Like, I don't think 12 cares. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to throw to whoever he wants. A.J. Dillon is, like, awesome. And I think it's going to allow them to use Aaron Jones in the receiving core a lot more than they have in the past. They're getting Robert Tanyan back, who people forget caught like 13 touchdowns two years ago. Uh, 10. 10, still a lot, he, double he, digits. He should have been a pro bowler, but they gave it to Evan Ingram, who caught one. Which is pathetic. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I think anyone who doubts 12 is just going to regret it and realize that Aaron Rodgers is going to find ways to win football games. You just shouldn't doubt quarterbacks with the number 12. Yeah, well, yeah there you go. And Lef- I think LaFleur is a great, uh, great coach. Their defense is fine. Again, the NFC stinks. I think this division sucks. I think Green Bay, like you said, pretty locks up to win 12 games. <coughs> oh, God. Excuse me. I'm probably going to call a few times on this podcast. I can't mute it because we're in the same room. Um, go ahead and talk about your Minnesota Vikings. I'll turn the floor to you real quick while I go back. Okay. Uh, I think the Minnesota Vikings are <laughs> – <laughs> I think they're, uh, they're a dark horse. Like They got a good team. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Shut up, Steve. 
Um, I feel like I'm like dying right now. <laughs> he just needs to, you know, possess that clutch gene that he's been lacking. Like last year, he had fantastic numbers. He went eight and eight. Maybe make that ten and six. And yeah. you know, don't miss a game because you get COVID late in the year. You know, I just don't think you understand like how much of a luxury having maybe one of the greatest receivers we've ever seen, one of the greatest. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Adam Thielen, amazing. Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs we've seen. He has all these weapons and yet still cannot win football well, games. Well, he does. He puts up the numbers, which is what, as a quarterback, you're asked to do. No, that's no. As a quarterback, like, you're asked to win like, games. There was like three games last year that was lost off the foot of the kicker. Like, missed field goals late. Missed winning, like a game-winning field goal. You're down by one, and he's missed. Maybe if they were put in better spots throughout that game, that wouldn't have happened. I know in at least one of those games, they threw up over 30 points. What more can you ask for? Okay, that's one of them. Okay, well, that's probably enough to make them into the playoffs. I guess. I I just don't think when it comes down to it, Kirk Cousins is going to make any throw that matters. And when he loses to Cooper Rush, I don't think anybody – Okay, well, that was like a, an outlier. Was it? I don't think so. But, like, in terms of him playing absolutely terrible last year, like, in, in the games that he lost, he still played pretty well in. Yeah, like, you know, you got to be in a better spot to win these games. But, like – and as a quarterback, if you're putting up two, three touchdowns a game, I would fucking kill for that, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, he's but no, I would much well, rather no, Lamar I'm Jackson. Saying, I'm saying in terms of just scoring, whatever. I just want an apology for saying that he's comparable to Aaron Judge. No. He hit another home run today. Was he up or down by six? It was literally to tie the game. Oh yeah, when? today in the first game of our doubleheader. Actually, it was not. They were down three when he hit the home run. And they, what were they down to after that? Yeah, and then they tied it eventually because he hit the home run. Did they run? They did. And that was his 55th of the fucking season. You're comparing him to Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. That is just outrageous. Outrageous, dude. I don't actually fully believe it, but because it makes you so mad, I do. Well, because it's just... Prop- I'm, I hate the eight. They're, like, they, put and- up, they both put up good numbers, but they're not that clutch. Judge is... Digging himself out of that hole. He's been as, one of the most clutch players ever this year. As Kirk will this season. Well, I, I'll let the season play out, but... You could record this and stitch it and put it in a future podcast if it doesn't happen, and I will apologize to you. I just want you to know you're completely wrong. I respect your... Aaron Judge is having one of the best seasons we've ever seen. If Kirk Cousins ever puts up numbers on par with something we've never seen before been fine. Uh, there's a juice ball I read in baseball. The ball is I'm dead. Dude, I'm just making shit up. I know, and it bothers me. But I stick by it. I, ha- I have to. He, just like I stick by show by sticking. You just have to. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. I've gone too far. To we'll, we'll, we'll be back to this argument throughout the year. I just think it was the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. Um, Kirk Cousins or seven touchdowns, I'm going to be like, hey, yeah, Steve, yeah, how about this? All of that being said, I mean, as much as I shit on them and I like to shit on Kirk Cousins, again, with the NFC being so bad, I still think there's a chance that they're going to be in playoff contention. Dude, I think they're going to have literally like a mirrored season to their 2019 season where like Kirk goes off, has a great year, they they make the wild card, and then given their wild card matchup, maybe they win a game. They're not going to go far at all because, like I said, Kirk Cousins isn't clutch. He's not going to win you. More than one, if he even wins you one. He's not beating 
either of the number 12s in the playoffs. It's not uh, like, impossible. If he does, like, Hall of Fame bound. Yeah, if he gets matched up against one of the NFC East teams. Maybe. Yeah, like, if he if he goes up against, like, the Eagles, there's a possibility. Like, and they're, let's say, like, I uh, hope that'll be a wild card. <laughs> so it'll be in Philly. But, like, I don't know. I, I can see them. The issue is all playoff games are primetime games. And that is we know how That's where he lacks. Yeah, we know that that's a disaster for Mr. Kirk. If he plays against the Cowboys, all they need to do is start Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah, they, they would, and then they would win. They would just bench Dak. Um, Give him a week off. Bottom of the division, I know a lot of people are kind of high on the uh, Lions. I don't know if I have the full expectations. I love them, but I just can't really see them actually being like a football team that makes noise. I'm curious if you feel the same or different. As much as I love Dan Campbell and like everyone on the Lions, like I I can see them as their ceiling, six wins. Yeah, I, which is like good for them. Like it's, it's a step an up. It's an improvement from what I think like three last year. Something that was really yeah, I think bad. It was three, yeah. Um, I mean Jared Goff is just Jared Goff. He's like fine. Yeah, I I just don't think they have the talent on both sides of the ball to actually make noise in the playoffs. I think we both do agree, though, on our love for Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> that man's going to go off. 100 catches. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch him this year. I think he's going to be one of the best receivers in the sport. The sun god. I really, really am looking forward to watching him play football. He's probably uh, in my top three of, like, favorite players that I'm most excited to watch this year. Just because of how good he was at the end of last season, there's no way he's not going to get better. And people are like, oh, well – they didn't have DeAndre Swift. They didn't have Hawkinson, blah, blah, blah. They have all these new weapons. But you know what? Some people are just good. Some people are just talented, and it's not about that. Even right? when because they had they... them, like, they weren't using Swift at all. Like, he only had, like, 600 yards last year as, like, a number one running back. I think Amon Ra, like, I think the offense is going to be built more and more around him as time goes on. Yeah, I agree. Because he has that it factor. Uh, anything to say about the Bears? I don't really. I think they might just be like one of. The, I love Fields, but I think they might be one, like the worst team in the NFL. I think they got worse. Like they, they got insanely worse. They like Justin Fields, that poor guy. He's gonna get decimated. Yeah, their offensive line stinks. Their receiving core stinks. Even though I like Mooney, but like that's it. They don't have and Montgomery's fine, but they're just not good at all. I, I need Mooney to do well because I do have him in fantasy. I like Mooney, Darnell. If you're listening, please help. Yeah, and, I mean, we know Roquan Smith. I don't think he's playing, right? He demanded a trade. I don't think their defense is going to be nearly as good as it was in the past either. So, I think they're just in for an all-out failure. They're toast. I, I think I actually – I think I made a bet that was – they have the worst record in the NFL, and I kind of stand by it. I think there's a very good chance they are absolutely horrible. If the Giants or Jets aren't worse. Yeah, that's true. But, I just, yeah, I think even though I like Justin Fields, this isn't about him. I just think he's in an absolutely awful spot. I hope they don't give up on him because of it. I think they're going to take Lions five uh, from last year. It's very possible. And three games is like a stretch. I, I would be surprised if they win like three or four. Yeah, they're they're just so bad. They're going to be so bad. Yeah. I, I feel bad for Fields. All right, let's head out west. A little more interesting to talk about. Um, obviously, the defending Super Bowl champions are out west. How are we feeling about a Rams repeat? We think it's in the cards. We think they're going to be worse. What do you think? I think they'll be a top three seed. Um, I could see them making another like deep run. I don't know if they'll make the Super Bowl again, um, but like I think they'll win the division for sure, in my opinion. Um, Stafford, hopefully, 
I think he'll have a better year than he did last year because now he has Allen Robinson in the door too, who's incredible, and Cam Akers is going to be healthy like the whole year, hopefully. So I think they're they're poised to crush this division, and I think they'll make at least divisional, potentially conference championship. Are you as high on Allen Robinson as I am? I think he's really talented. I and mean, we've and seen was, it back in the just, day when he was with Blake freaking Bortles. Dude, he like threw up like 1,400 yards his second season with Blake Bortles. And then like the next year, I think he tore his ACL like week one after like three plays. Yeah. And then like he was fine the year after that. And then he went to the Bears. His first season with the Bears was actually really good. That was when Mitch was a second year guy. They That's when they went 12 and 4 and made the playoffs. But then these past two seasons, Mitch sucked. Nick Foles sucked. Like they were, and like they had a rookie, Justin Fields or Andy Dalton playing. So like, he, and Nagy is the worst coach. Yeah, I Nagy think. is just straight to jail. So like, they had he had nothing going for him. So I think he's in a great spot now. He's his numbers aren't going to do as well as they were in the past because he's not a number one guy. I don't even think he's a number two guy. He uh, is. He uh, is. Yeah, because Woods is gone. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good thing, but Cup's going to get like, you know. 120 catches again. Yeah, and I think it only helps Cup to have a guy like Allen Robinson on the other side. Yeah. I think Allen Robinson <laughs> is going to play like Odell did, but with more catches. Yeah, I'm, that's why uh, another reason I'm really high on the Rams. I just really buy into Allen Robinson and his stock. I'm a little iffy on their running back situation. I'm not as uh, bought into Cam Akers as a lot of people are. I think it's a tough injury to be coming back from. But, I mean, they won the Super Bowl with – the same two running backs last year. So I don't know how much of a difference it can make. Bobby Wagner coming in there is a huge addition. Oh, that's odd. Yeah, like the Rams that. just always find a way to make these defensive additions or like add these veterans and play with the cap and make it not make sense. They were a super team. Oh, they just do it by – I don't know how they do it money wise, but they just don't have first-round picks like ever. Yeah. And I think that's the way to do it. Like get rid of your first-round picks and take in these guys who are like already like made a name for themselves as NFL – starter quality or better yeah oh in conclusion i really do think uh they're probably going to win the division this year i don't think there's much competition personally i'm not high uh as high on the other teams in the nfc west uh as a lot of other people are the other the team i am intrigued by though is the niners i think they can go anywhere from like four wins to 13 wins and it's all just on trey lance's back and how well he develops how well kyle shanahan coaches him up are you a Trey Lance guy? Do you believe? I do. Because I think he's young. He has the potential. Like, they were winning games. I think they went, like, 33-14 and 14 with Garoppolo as a starter throughout his whole yeah. career. And we know Jimmy's not that good. Like, no, he's fine. He's, he's, like, but... he's mediocre. Like, he, he's, he, could be, he could play well, but he could also just throw 83 yards in a playoff game or something, like, really low like he always does. Like, his playoff numbers are shit, but both playoff runs he made, he went 2-1. and one. Right. Like... If they have a quarterback who could actually sling the ball around, they could go further than they have if their defense holds up. They they would have made the Super Bowl if that guy just like didn't drop that. Yeah, too. yeah. And that's with Jimmy G like being mediocre again. Yeah, I guess there's obviously like a like I said a lower floor with Trey Lance as your quarterback, but they could be so much better if he is a dynamic playmaker. Like the NFC West and the N- NFC in general is going to be in trouble because if he just plays like Jalen Hurts, let alone Lamar Jackson or some type of runner like that. I think his potential is sky high. All right. Obviously, too, the return of Debo re-signing that contract is huge for them. Do you think 
that was a mistake, the extension they gave to Debo? Do you think they should have capitalized while his value's high? This is, I mean, he obviously had all of those, uh, like, running back jokes and wide receiver jokes, whatever. He wanted to get paid as both, whatever. Do you think it was a wise investment? Yeah, I think so. Because a dual threat player is, like, crazy valuable. Like, he's, like, the, like one of the reasons they won that game against the Cowboys in the wild card. He's, like, he had that crazy run. He's just good. And you and he's good at two positions. You pay him appropriately. Yeah, and I think it's a nice crutch for Trey Lance to have, right? He's gonna have him, IU, Kittle. He's the, the running back yeah. in both facets of passing and running. Yeah, and you can count on their defense. I I was low on them over the summer and before the season uh, preseason started, but I pretty much almost have them locked into my playoff picture. I cannot see them being worse than I cannot see Trey Lance being much worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. And if he is the same or even better, I think they're going to be an easy playoff team. I think my prediction for that was 10 and 7. Yeah, it's a very wild realistic. card. Uh, while the Rams won like 12 or 13. No, I think go uh, moving down in the division, I think you're higher on the Cardinals than I am. I think the Cardinals are good. I don't think they're playoff good. I think they're on the brink of the playoffs. They'll need help. Yeah. I could see them going like 8 and 9 or 9 and 8. Yeah, like that Dallas range. I think yeah. I. Between them, Dallas, and Minnesota, I'm going to have a choice to make on who I want to make the playoffs. Just all teams I'm not liking this year. But um, I don't know. I think the Kyler drama this offseason was a bit overplayed. Like, obviously, like, we can make the jokes about studying film or whatever. And a lot of people like to joke about Cliff Kingsbury. But they did get rid of that clause out of his contract. Did they actually? I didn't yeah, see they, that. They did. It was, like, it was like a week after it. They're like, yeah, they got rid of it. That's a slap in the face at that point. Like, you let a leak and then you get rid of it. Like, it's still out there, but whatever. Yeah. No, it's a bad look. Uh, the DeAndre Hopkins suspension is obviously not ideal either, but they bring in Hollywood Brown, who, listen, I like the guy, but he has bricks for hands. And he, he'll he have good chemistry with Kyler, obviously, playing in college with him. He's going to be fine. He'll make some really great long catches, but he's going to have some crucial drops. And being on a team like Arizona – fighting for playoffs, I wonder if that's going to be uh, broadcasted a lot more than it was on the Ravens when we barely passed the ball because oh, – so That's going to be like front page. News. Yeah, with a lot more targets, there's going to be a lot more drops. And I think it's – like there was games – like the, our game against the Lions. Oh, my God. Our game against the Lions, no we one remembers. Yeah, no one remembers because Justin Tucker kicked the longest field goal ever to save us. But he, like JP said, dropped three touchdowns in that game. And they were bad, like wide open. Yeah, it's not like they're just like diving and – Comes out of the hands like big like, keys. Like just... Lamar threw those balls. Like you couldn't be more perfect on it. And then it just dropped. Yeah, and I think part of my bias comes in as a Ravens fan too, where I still like I'm not mad at him or like I still kind of appreciated him because even with those drop issues, he's one of the best receivers I've ever had the pleasure of watching in a Baltimore Ravens uniform. Uh and, and the Ravens obviously had ninety catches. Exactly. So like and I really, really liked the way he went about his trade request. He didn't like the way he was utilized in our offense, which is fair. We don't pass very much. So he was quiet about it. He went to the front office, didn't go public, and we were able to get a first-round pick for him, upgraded our offensive line. I think that was kind of the fleece of the century. Not, yeah. a, not a fleece because he's, like, bad, but, like, a fleece because, like, they got so, such a good deal for him. Yeah, in the NFL, that doesn't happen. Normally, you get, like, a fourth-round pick for a guy like him, I yeah, feel like. Dude, Omari Cooper got traded for, like, pennies. Right. And he's, like, in my opinion, way better. To be fair, he was way more higher paid, but, like, still, same concept. And, yeah, I just wonder if they're going to regret that looking back on it. But either way, I think they'll be competitive. They're not going to be, like, horrible. But in the playoff picture, probably, who will be horrible is the Geno Smith-led Seahawks. Is there really much to say about these guys? They are bad, and they will be bad all year. 
They might beat the Giants. That's it. <laughs> I, I like DK. I like Tyler Lockett. I like the receivers. But I think we're going to see that a lot of what they did was because Russell Wilson was one of the best quarterbacks we've got the pleasure of watching. I think DK will still be good. I think he's just a specimen. But I bet you Tyler Lockett is going to be nowhere near the player he was. He was made on the Russell Wilson deep ball. Yeah. And they – I think their running situation, like Carson had to retire. Yeah, he had a really good broken neck. Yeah, so like we're trying Penny. We're trying Penny's not bad. He's okay. Like he's not a difference like, maker. They don't have like yeah. someone behind him though. So, like, they had they, they drafted someone in, like the second or third round, Kenneth Walker, who's behind him, but like also he's hurt already and like not very high of like uh potential wise. So like you were saying, not they're, not they're good shape. Suck. Gonna, I, I think can, the, I think their ceiling is like three. Can days. you name two Seattle defenders? I don't know if I can name one. Jamal Adams. Is he still there? I think so. Can you name one good Seattle defender? Nope. <laughs> all right. Yeah, they're going to be a problem. The ghost of Cam Chancellor. Jason Myers, I wish you well, and I'll leave it on that. <clears throat> um, before we leave. They, they won't be scoring touchdowns. Yeah, so maybe he'll, yeah, he'll get a lot of kicks. Um, before we leave the NFC, I want our official playoff predictions on the pod, on record. NFC East, we're both going Eagles, correct? Yes. NFC South, I think we're both going Bucks. Yes. NFC North, we're go- both going Packers. Yep. NFC West, we're both going Rams. Yes. Three wild cards go. Uh, Vikings. Um, I'm gonna say Saints and 49ers. This actually minus the Saints. No. Saints. Really? Okay. So you're going I, Dallas, I, Cardinals. No. Yeah. Never mind. Keep it. Keep the Saints. I'm going the same exact seven, which is crazy because you know what? Fuck it. I'm going Dallas over the Vikings. So why? Why would I pick the Vikings? That's true. <laughs> I'll go different. And I'll get to root against the Vikings all year. So I'm going my three wild cards, Niners, Saints, Cowboys, even though I don't like the Cowboys either. But let's just get it on record that I think the Vikings suck and will not make the playoffs. They'll miss it at like eight and nine. That's my prediction there. And Cousins will miss a game and go eight and eight. Uh, that's, what, that's exactly what happened last year. He went eight and eight and missed a game and they lost. <laughs> that's awesome. And Who, like, Kellen oh, Mond, isn't he the backup? Is that a thing? I, uh, yeah. Kellen I, Mond. I was someone with like that type yeah. of name, the Kellen telling something all right over to the afc quick kind of to do the same thing we'll start in the east as well um i want to start with the pats because i think the pats are going to be absolutely dreadful this year i think mac jones is an overrated quarterback i think he has no weapons to work with his wide receiver course sucks his running backs are okay i don't think they have anyone on defense that i've ever heard of Matthew Judon, uh, well, body built by Taco Bell. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that because <laughs> I like Judon. I'm mad they took him, but I hope he rots there. I the hope they win leaves. like four games because as good of a coach as Bill Belichick is, I think he's near retirement. He's going to retire before Brady because – Which is crazy. Well, he just like sucks at drafting. He's like one of the worst coaches we've ever seen in the draft in like the last few years. He used to be so good at it, but now he's drafting like the worst players ever. See, ever since the Nikhil Harry draft. Yeah, like this year, that Cole, it was Cole Strange this year, right? I think that was the pick. That we, we've made fun of at least four times on this podcast in like only three episodes that we've had. Like, I just think they're in such bad shape. And even if Mac Jones defies my expectations and is like okay, he's not done. He's they lost McDaniel. No, right, but even if he is, I don't see him being good enough to like elevate what that team is to anywhere near the playoffs. I think Max are winning like seven games. I don't think their defense is going to be so terrible because as bad as Belichick is at That's true. Their defense is a, he yeah. is a great Their defense player. is like always good. So I think their offense true. will be the problem. Yeah, I just don't see unless Mac Jones takes some unexpected leap, I just can't see them being anywhere near good. 
before before we leave the patch, JP, any takes on Ramondre Stevenson? Rooting for him. <laughs> Is he on your fantasy team? He's on my survivor team. I had a feeling he was on one of your fancy teams. <clears throat> he, he is projected 11.3, which is not terrible. And uh, can you name two pass receivers? Two pass receivers? Yeah. Does Gunnar Roshevsky count? I remember him. <laughs> he's No, he doesn't count. Why? He's technically a receiver. Oh, dude, that's not what I meant by this by this game. Wow, two I think pass I actually could. Receivers. There's um, there's an easy two answers you should be able to think of actually. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, that's the one. There's actually two more I thought of now. Jacoby Myers. There's one brand new. One brand new. Came from the same division. Oh, Parker. <laughs> yeah, and I think they still have Aguilar. Maybe. Uh I don't care. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. All right. Either way, all these guys suck. Moral of the story. And they can't draft good ones for the life of them. They're going to be bad. Probably not as bad as the Jets. But bold prediction. Not going to actually happen, but I'm putting it on tap. Joe Flacco steals Zach Wilson's job after leading the Jets to a 3-1 start. How out of the blue is that? Can oh, it happen? Only losing to the Ravens. Only losing to the Ravens by, like, a two-point conversion. Because <laughs> that's the most elite quarterback in the NFL. And I think I'm going to have a heart attack watching both of those I've never seen Lamar Jackson play in person, and I'm going to have to see him play against Joe Flacco. I might die. That's crazy. That's like your current girlfriend playing football against your ex. Literally. And I've never been more excited for a football game. I'm very excited to go out there on week one, even though – I'm actually really excited to witness that yeah, live. Even though I'm a red zone guy, I the way things have fell into place, I would have really regretted not seeing Joe Flacco and Lamar face that, That's the joy about being so close to the stadium, like – now that we can just like take a quick Uber home and just watch the four. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so outlook for the Jets, though. I mean, I like their receivers: Elijah Moore, rookie Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. So about it. I like. You, you think they trade Nims? It seems like it, right? He asked for a trade and then went off in the preseason. I feel like they like <clears throat> should have done it already. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a type of thing where somebody's receivers get hurt in like week one, and they're like, "Shit, we got to trade for somebody." Yeah, I can see him after like week one. Or but I doubt they're going to get much for him. I mean, it was smart to show him off in the last week of the preseason. But I don't think they'll get much for him. Maybe yeah. like a fifth, if that. Zach Wilson, if he ever does come back, I'll be rooting for the guy. I think he's a very likable quarterback. I hope he exceeds expectations. Would I be upset if Joe Flacco steals his job? Not in the slightest. But, I mean, I can't really say, like, oh, I think the Jets are going to be good this year. And a few of our offseason pods, I was like, I think they might – Exceed expectations, like win seven, eight games, but I'm over that. I think they're going to be bad again. Mekhi Becton already got hurt. It's the Jets. Something bad's going to happen. They're not going to be good. Do you feel any differently? No. I, I feel exactly how you feel. Yeah. Uh, moving on up. A team I think I'm higher on than almost everybody in the world and I have really high expectations for is the Dolphins. Mainly because I truly, truly believe in Tua. I think Tua is getting doubted out or counted out. I think he's getting doubted by a lot of people. I, I'm one of those doubters. And I, pretty much everyone is, and I understand why, but I just – I I watched him so much in college and just saw the arm that he has, the potential that he has, and he went through one injury and he's been struggling to come back from it. But I don't know. You give this kid an offensive genius who I think uh, McDaniel is. You add Tyreek Hill. You add running backs like Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert. All these guys, I think he finally has guys to throw to. Gasecki, Jalen Waddell, 
I really like the offensive side of the ball there. And their defense was really good last year. I think their defense is going to be good no matter what. I'm a big Jalen Waddle fan. Yeah, I just I, – I don't know if I'm taking crazy pills thinking this, but I really think they're going to be – nowhere. they're not going to be as good as the Bills. Don't get me wrong, but they're going to be in the wild card hunt, I think. I think McDaniel is smart enough to like uh, – not McDaniel. Who's their coach? Mike McDaniel. Oh, it is Mike McDaniel. I was thinking of McDaniels, and I was like, wait a minute. What am I saying? <laughs> Uh, Mr. Nerd, Mike McDaniel, that guy is the coolest guy ever. I want to be his best friend. Um, I think he's going to be a great football coach. And he's just going to put two on great spots, whether it's short throws, medium throws, or take a bomb when he knows it's the right spot. He came from San Fran, right? Yeah. And, I mean, like, he was an offensive guy there? Yeah. I mean, he made Jimmy G look kind of good. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I'm going to stand on that hill. I really think two is going to be good this year. And I hope Jake's listening. Jake will be very happy to hear us talk good about the Dolphins and Tua, but I mean, you could speak a little bit because I I know you don't feel the same way. I don't know. I just think Tua is like meh. I mean, it's good that he got tied like Tyreek Hill, but like Tyreek Hill is like a <clears throat> they would need to use him in like a, a slant and hopefully take the slant deep. I don't know how good his deep ball is. I don't. I, I haven't seen much of Tua also. So yeah, like I mean, he I'm used saying. to have a good deep ball, but, like, now it's, like, criticized and made fun of because it hasn't looked good rightly. But, like, I truly believe he'll be able to find it again. And, again, I go back to the weapons because I see what a quarterback like Kirk Cousins can do with really good weapons. And you give two of those type of weapons, and I think he could do similar type of things. Just because he's a lefty, just because he throws a little bit weird. I don't know. I think the coach is better than in Minnesota. I think the defense is better than in Minnesota. I like a lot of things about the Dolphins. And I'll be – uh, watching them closely throughout the year just to kind of see it, if I'm right. Say Minnesota? I was comparing them to Minnesota, yeah. Uh, just because I think they're – I think it's a similar type of situation. I, I, I just guess, got so confused. I didn't I didn't hear you make that connection. So I just heard you say Minnesota. I'm like, what? No, I was comparing them to, like, how uh, Kirk's bad and, but has really good offensive weapons. So Kirk is better than <laughs> But for now, until you see it this year. I, I'm not writing Tua off yet as a Good. Fan. I really don't think you should. I think there's a chance he's back back and better than ever. If he's bad this year. Then I mean, he was – Don't like, people forget he was probably going to be like a top two, three pick in the NFL draft until that injury happened. Like, it's going to take time, I think, to rehab. And I don't know. If it's not this year, it probably won't be ever. But I think it will be this year. And I'm glad to have it on tap. I feel like it would be interesting football if it did pop off. So I'm rooting for it. Yeah. All right, uh, finishing off with the Bills. I don't think we really need to chat much about them, but they're good. They're really good. I think we both have them as a serious AFC contender. I have them coming out of the AFC. There you go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, Josh Allen, MVP candidate. Stephon Diggs, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Gabriel Davis, I'm excited for this year. Dude, that four-touchdown game he had against Kansas City, crazy. Yeah, and with Emmanuel Sanders retired, Cole Beasley, who knows where. Like, he's going to have a lot of opportunities. I'm excited. Did you know I actually never heard of Gabriel Davis until that playoff game? I mean, he was relatively unknown. I don't blame you. <clears throat> and, it, I mean, I don't know. Nobody does that and then is just, like, bad at football. Like, I think he has to have some talent, you know? Yeah. I think that was, like, a preview. Yeah, so I'm buying into him there. I love Dawson Knox, too, as a tight end. There Dawson, were... Dawson Knox I love, too, but he got me zero points in the fantasy championship. <laughs> I still won, but... He could have really fucked me. Up. Yeah, that could have been bad. Their running back situation is the only thing I'm going to question ever. But Singletary, right? I yeah, know. I don't buy into him. Also, they got James Cook. They drafted James Cook in like the second or third round ish range, and 
I like him a lot too, but I don't know if they're going to give him the reins right away. They're going to have to like realize that Singletary isn't that good. And they brought in Bob Miller on defense, right? Too six years, ninety mil for yeah. a guy who's thirty three. Who, but like I don't know. That's the type of leader. I mean, the the money is insane, but that's the type of leader I think a defense like theirs needed, especially after getting exposed against the Chiefs. I was convinced that man was going back to Denver. <laughs> yeah, that would have made the most sense probably. But like we said, not much to really talk about else. Both high expectations for the Bills. Uh, we'll head down south again. Um, this division is relatively boring. I mean, the Texans expected to be bad. Me and JP, I think, both believe in Davis Mills. I think a lot of people I talk to are just like, yeah, you know, Davis isn't that bad, which is, like, cool. He I, played well last year. Yeah, there's really – the only reason he gets hate is just because he was on the Texans and the team stunk. And but, he looked funny with his long Exactly. Game. But if you watch him play, you realize there's something there. I don't know if it's going to be a future starting quarterback, but I think he'll be in the league for a long time. You know who he kind of reminds me of? And it happened on the Texans back in 2013. You're asking Case Keenum. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Like, you can have some great moments, yeah. but you could also just be really bad at some points. Like you'll you'll have a starting job for a good amount of years. I, I, there's been a lot of buzz. Have you followed the buzz about their running back, Damian Pierce? No. He's like he's a rookie running back. He's been like the most hyped up thing in like the fantasy world. The I heard he world. was given the number one spot. Yeah, on he's like a huge deal. But again, it's like if their offense stinks, like how good is he going to be? You know, is it really yeah. going to be that big of a deal? But I'm really excited to watch him. I think all the hype on him is interesting to follow. I've drafted him on a couple of fantasy teams because of the hype. Um, the wide receiver room stinks. I mean, Brandon Cooks is the most boring 1,000-yard receiver in existence. <laughs> How yeah. many times do you think he's had 1,000 receiving yards without looking? He's a rookie in 2014. So I'm going to say... I'll say five or six. Yeah. Like, I mean, you obviously knew there was a high – but, like, it's a lot. Like, it's I crazy. Knew, I knew he did it with like, – He does it pretty much every year. Like, he did it with the Pats and two years with the Rams and the, at least one or two with the Saints. Yeah. And with the Texans, I think, once or twice, which is just – he's such a crazy – I'm going to look this up. Yeah, crazy. get an exact number while I uh, move on. But – because there's obviously no potential. There's not much to really talk about the Texans. I think they'll win maybe, like, five or six games. Um Moving on up, same vein, to Jacksonville. Not much potential with this team. I'm a little higher on this team than most people, I think, too. Uh, just with Urban Meyer not being there anymore, I think, is huge for them. Trevor Lawrence is one of the best quarterback prospects we've ever got to see out of Clemson. I think he's going to take a leap. I think they're going to be better. I don't think they're going to compete for the playoffs. But I think they'll be a, like a competitive football team, similar to the Lions. I want Trevor Lawrence to be fun to watch. I think he like will. He I think he will be. I think a lot of the respect was just bad coaching last year. Like some of the stories that was that, like the worst situation. Yeah, some of the stories that came out about Urban Meyer were like disgusting. Like that guy was the least prepared I've ever seen. He kicked his kicker. Yeah, like I think he's going to be in much better shape this year. He has two good running backs with James Robinson somehow being healthy and recovering from his injury last year, and Travis Etienne, who he played with in college, who I absolutely love. I'm like. I think I have him on, like, four fantasy teams. I'm really looking forward to how good he is. He's elite uh, as a pass catcher in the backfield. They bring in Christian Kirk, who I don't think was the best, like, contract signing, but it's definitely going to help them in terms of weapons. Their defense, I don't think I can name many defenders, but which is why I don't think they'll be very good. But I don't know. I think they'll be improved. I think you feel the same, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any uh, You got Cook's numbers before we move on? Six 1,000-yard seasons. Out of how many? Which out of eight. 
which is just crazy. And I feel like no one ever talks about him. That is pretty nuts. Yeah. And he's only like, 29 now. Yeah. I, 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 he's never been named to a Pro Bowl, which I'm kind of it's crazy. It's, he's just the most average, like, really good receiver ever. It's crazy. I root for him, though. I don't think I've ever heard that man speak. No, I have not either. Uh, moving up, do you have anything you want to talk about with the Titans? Because I know you probably believe in them way more than I do. I think they'll be really good. Like they, I think that's I, so I, crazy. Rainbow's a great coach. They still have – I mean, they have Derrick Henry, who was hurt last year, but he should be fully healthy now. Um, Traylon Burks isn't going to be as good as A.J. Brown, but like he's a young, exciting guy. It all depends on Tannehill. We all saw it last year. Tannehill during the season, he was fine. 21 touchdowns, 14 picks, not the greatest numbers. Still got the one seed because the coaching and the defense and the running is all great. But then they got to the playoffs. Tannehill played like shit. They lose. So it's all dependent on Tannehill and Miles. Yeah, I guess to me, though, it's like when I see how improved the AFC is this year in general, and then you add that to the lack of weapons on offense. I just think they'll win their, their division of the Colts and Jaguars and Texas <clears throat> still, though. Yeah, see, I, Maybe not by I'm much. higher on the Colts the most, which we'll talk about. Or not, not the most. I'm higher on the Colts than the Titans. But I just think that, again, Derrick Henry – it scares me that he got hurt last year. I don't remember the exact foot injury he had, but it wasn't like a good injury. He, he did return that season though, like, and was he, bad, he and was really bad. But like, it it just worries me a little bit because if yeah. he's a step slow, that's not good because he's their entire team basically. That's true. So like, if he if he's stoppable, then the whole team yeah. If is he halted. like loses a step at all, like I think the whole team screwed. It could be yeah. completely south. I agree. With that. And I don't know if their defense is as strong as it was in the past. I think Vrabel, like you said, is an amazing coach and will coach them up and they'll be good no matter what. But I see them missing the playoffs this year. I don't see them being as good as the Colts. What do you see their record being? Seven eight wins, at most. I don't I don't see them being nine and eight. Okay, I I could understand that prediction but this is but i mean if derrick henry is derrick henry then they'll be then fine. yeah i just i really don't think it's gonna happen i just don't well from what i saw in the playoffs when i was like oh there's no doubt in my mind that the tennessee titans will kick the bengals ass and when i watched happen i was so like i i can't trust them ever that, again that was the Tannehill thing but it was, and it was also Derrick Henry because once he, he had twenty yard rushing <clears throat> for like sixty two yards in the touchdown, right? And then Tannehill had to be like a quarterback then because he's like, oh shit, I have to actually so be they, a quarterback. Oh, okay, so okay, that makes sense. Like if they stop Henry, then Tannehill has to play well, which most which times, he will not. Most times with the game <laughs> he, on his shoulders, he could be a game manager, but he will not. Like if he plays like he did his first two years with the Titans, they'll be fine. Yeah, because those two years he was fantastic. But like last year, yeah, yeah, they drafted a quarterback because of it, and maybe they use him in like some wildcat forms, or like, you know, like yeah, some options. But like they could use him. But Tannehill's also kind of mobile too. Yeah, that's okay. true. I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of excited to watch this team because I think they're gonna be like an interesting story. Yeah, I like that you believe in them because I certainly do not. I have the Colts winning that division. I have the Colts as like a. Eight time win team. Yeah, see, I just they were to me they were that last year, and I just think Mac, Matt Ryan's a huge quarterback upgrade. And I think he's a better quarterback, but I think his best days are behind him still. Like, who, who's he throwing the ball to? Like Michael Mike, Pittman, Michael and Zach Pittman's Pascal. Good. Like, you're right. He doesn't have great Paris weapons, Campbell, but I feel like he had he didn't have good weapons last year either on the Falcons. Like he had Kyle Pitts last year. Kyle Pitts in uh, a half year or like what five games. Not he, I don't even think he had that many games. He might have, but he was five. I don't know. I just, I mean, 
Matt Ryan has pedigree. He's gotten to a Super Bowl. Like he's all, did he win? He won an MVP, right? Yeah, he won the MVP of the year that they. Yeah, and like obviously, like you said, his best years are behind him. But I still think he has it in him to just be competent. Their defense is better than the Titans. I mean, jo- Jonathan Taylor is going to be huge for him. Yeah, see, like, to, a lot of the weight will be off his shoulders. See, to me, the the Colts I think have a better defense than the Titans. I think right now at this point, Jonathan Taylor is better than Derrick Henry. I think Matt Ryan's better than Ryan Tannehill. That's kind of where my logic comes and why I think the Colts will be better. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... They're very similar teams, when you think about it. And they have very similar odds to win the division. I think it's very close. And I just, to me, it's just preference. If I'm, like, making a pick, I feel much better picking Matt Ryan, picking the guys I believe in. I like Pittman. See, I, I take the coaching into effect more too, so that's why yeah, I think Rabel, I would go Tennessee. I like I like Reich, but Rabel definitely gives them an advantage. Rabel got the coach of the year, right? Yeah, and very well deserved. But that that's I think this is the first first division we didn't agree on, which is finally something interesting happened on this podcast. Uh, but we'll move on to the North real quick. Uh, Steelers, I could shit on as long as I want to, but with Trubisky winning that job, with Pickett in the background and Probably going to be their topic of conversation a lot throughout the year. Tomlin always keeps them competitive. I don't think they'll be bad. He's never had a losing season. Yeah, I don't think they'll be bad. Najee's Najee. I've given my take about him. I don't think he'll be as good this year without Big Ben just having to dump the ball off to him every play because that's what Big Ben had to do. He was like, shit, I can't throw this ball downfield. I need to dump it to Najee. Mitchell Trubisky will at least try and throw it downfield. Um. Their receiver situation is fine. I like George Pickens. Their rookie out of uh, Georgia is going to be good for them. But I don't know. I just can't really see them making any serious noise. Can you? No. Yeah, like eight and eight. I mean, uh, nine and eight, eight and nine type of range just because of Mike Tomlin. I, I see Mike Tomlin getting them up. Exactly. Above. There's no more almost. I mean, there's no more 500. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if they go above that or slightly below. Yeah, the Browns, I don't think, have any chance of being good. I, without... per- I personally started to figure out, but I personally think the Steelers are going to be bad. Oh, really? The Steelers? I think they're going to win seven games. Wow. I don't think Mitch is good. All right, that's fair. I mean, I, th- I just think he's better than Big Ben, though. I think Big Ben was... Game manager enough? Yes. I think... Yeah, he obviously I had I the brain for it. Trubisky is, is going to have the yips. It's very possible, but I don't know... I... I, I agree with you. I just – it's kind of a similar thing for Brady for me. I'm just not going to – I just don't want to be upset if I pick them to have six, seven wins and then they win ten and make the playoffs and then I'll be pissed. I'm just expecting Mike Tomlin to make them good somehow. I I, I guess definitely see that happen. Uh, Browns with Brissett as their quarterback for 11 games, yeah. they're going to be bad. And by the time Watson comes back, I think their season is pretty much going to be over. I really don't have much He'll to say. He'll have to, like, win out. Yeah, they're receiving weapons. I mean, Cooper they brought in, but the rest of the receivers suck. They, I mean, Chief got paid at tight end, which was crazy. I don't know why they paid Njoku that much money. That guy, Peoples Jones, is all that bad. Yeah, they have good running backs. Defense, I don't really care. I don't – I just cannot see them – Karma won't let them be good. I'm sorry. It's not happening. I, I hope you're right. Yeah. I mean, can you see them winning eight games? I can't. No. Especially, like, how many is Brissett going to win? He looked awful with the Dolphins last year. I forgot he was the Dolphins. He played when two was hurt or two was dead. Um, but that's all I have to say about them. It doesn't really matter. Bengals, Super Bowl hangover or Super Bowl, we'll do it again. I think 
they're going to be good again. I think they win like 11, 12 games. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'm completely biased. Well, I think it'll make <laughs> it a lot different now that the Ravens are going to be back in it. Hopefully. Yeah. For I, sake. I was just, I don't know. I just never believe in them, and I like have to almost stick by it. How, how shook were you when they made the Super Bowl? You know, I, I think I said on this podcast, it was like, it just didn't make sense to me. And I kept saying the whole time, they cannot win the Super Bowl. Like It, it was it, a miracle run that came back to reality before they got the Super Bowl win. Exactly. I mean, like, I don't know. I was saying, like, if they win the Super Bowl, we're not, like, this might be, like, one of the greatest, like, dynasties we've ever seen if Joe Burrow and Chase are winning already. And, I mean, they did what they needed to do in the offseason. They improved the offensive line. That's big. For they them. they helped their defense, but like I don't know, like in the regular season last year, they weren't anything special. Their offense was good. They lost to the Jets, right? Mike White, right? Their defense was exposed a lot. I'm actually going to the Jets Bengals game week three. Interesting. Maybe Joe Flacco will still be playing. I'll give you the scouting report. Please do because I think their offense is still going to be insane. But like, if a team comes in with a good game plan, I think they'll be able to stop them down. I don't really have much to, like, defend my take that I don't think they're going to be that good because it's nonsense and just complete bias. But I'm going to stand by my take that they go, like, 9 and 8, 10 and 11. No, 10 and 7. 10 and 7, right? That's the yeah. 10 wins. Mm-hmm. And they'll still probably make the playoffs. But I just don't think they're as good as people say. So, screw them. Yeah. Baltimore. The flock. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Greatest preseason dynasty ever. Greatest preseason dynasty ever. We won three I more think games. That's, it's the <laughs> longest winning streak ever in, in terms of like, you know, certain aspects. Like the longest winning streak, I think, is like twenty-two games in the regular season. That's their win streak in the preseason way longer. Yeah, like twenty what twenty-four. It's the greatest team of all time, basically, and it it happens for a reason. Harbaugh is a great coach. We have great depth, and we, like, try really hard as players. It's not just, like, luck. And we're healthy finally. Nobody got hurt this offseason except for our mascot. So, out for the year. Yeah, hopefully that was, like, a sacrificial lamb. We'll just you toss him to trade for a new one? No, screw it. Doesn't matter. Let's just let's, – let's. he's a sacrifice. We, we ride. We put him on a burning boat out to sea and just say <laughs> goodbye. Hopefully no one gets hurt this year. Ronnie Stanley's coming back. Our corners are coming back. Our running backs are back. It's, it's now or never, and Lamar is – on a uh, playing for his contract this year, hopefully he kind of goes out there like Aaron Judge is doing, or like Joe Flacco did for us when he played for a contract and won a Super Bowl. It's hopefully it starts with playing against Joe Flacco, and then that narrative carries over, and he gets like four hundred billion dollars because he won the Super Bowl this year. Maybe Joe Flacco and Lamar talk after the game, and Flacco just gives him his insight. That'd be amazing. It gives him the key. That'd be absolutely amazing, and. I think that's the only thing that could stop us is if for some reason Lamar is in his own head and is thinking about the money. But I put everything I know about him and as a Ravens fan on the line saying, I don't think he cares. I think he genuinely is fine waiting. The media will overblow it. The media will be like, there's this controversy. But Lamar knows the longer he waits, the more money he gets. And if Joe Burrow signs a contract, if Justin Herbert signs a contract, Lamar will be like, yep, more money. Great. Thanks, guys. So I think it's kind of a similar type of thing where Judge is at, where he's just going to be like, I'll just play this out, see you next year. And if that happens with all the weapons we have now, coming back on defense, Mark Andrews coming back, we drafted this tight end, Isaiah Likely. I don't know if you've heard me talk about him, but I think he's going to be the best re- receiver we've ever seen on the we, Baltimore Ravens. We watched like one drive <laughs> against the Cardinals 
And he had like two catches, and one of them he had like an insane run after the catch. You're like, that's my guy. And then he had a touchdown. Yeah. And then he a touchdown. I think he, even though he's a tight end, I think he might be the best re- uh, receiver in Ravens history already. Great, greater than Travis Kelsey. I think I'm putting no, no, not best tight end. <laughs> I'm saying best receiver in Ravens history. Wow. That's I'm putting it on the line because I think he's going to play a lot of receiver this year because obviously we have he, a really good like, tight end. He's not like built like a tight end. He's built like a wide receiver. Exactly. He's like skinnier and quicker. And he's not a good blocker. So they might just be like, all right, we'll just play wide receiver then. And all of our receivers stink. So that's on tap. Boldest prediction of the podcast. Isaiah likely will be the best race, best receiver in Ravens history. <laughs> I don't, and he doesn't even play that position. Are you saying best receiver a single season or? No, career? just like career. Wow. <laughs> like receiver. And he's not even that position. So that's where I'm going with there. Uh, I think we're going to be good. I don't – as much as I want to believe I'm going to pick us to win the Super Bowl just because I have to. I'm a Ravens fan. I truly believe it's possible, but that's all I have to say. I'm going to let you – I'm going to defer to you on, like, a real Ravens take because I'm completely biased. I uh, think they'll be back to form. They were the one seed before injuries fucked them. Or they, like, eight and three. Yeah, and then Lamar got hurt. And then they lost every game after. Um, I mean, I think they'll be good. I think they'll win – or they'll be up there with the Bengals, you know, fighting for the division lead. I think for them, it's going to come out like down to the last like two weeks. And I don't know who's going to take it. Probably the Ravens. I think they're a better coach and have like a, I don't know, just when they're healthy, they just win games. Yeah. I'd be surprised if we don't see the Ravens and Bengals both in the playoffs now. I think they will be. They'll both be. Yeah, it's I, all just a matter of who. I truly believe we're going to win the division, but. And that's completely unbiased. The the Super Bowl stuff is biased, but I, I think I could see the Ravens winning it because like history just shows that like Lamar wins games. Yeah, and you know, better coach. We have one of the best coaches in football, in my opinion. So I, I believe in us. I believe in our defense, best kicker in NFL history, of course. Gotta give him a quick shout out. I don't know. I actually believe I'm not gonna keep us talking about this team because I've talked about them enough in the offseason. Hashtag Ravens Nation, hashtag Ravens flock, hashtag flock, yeah. The hay will be in the barn this year. Uh, we'll finish off with the coolest division, AFC West, and then we'll be done. Um, this team has four – I mean, this division has four teams we pretty much got to talk about because all four of these teams are very good and much improved on last year, except for maybe the Chiefs. They might be the only team that got worse. However, I still fully believe in Patrick Mahomes. I think – Patrick Mahomes is good enough to carry that team to the playoffs, maybe even the one seed. I'm not worried about them at all. I know some people are worried about the loss of Tyreek Hill, but I am not. Are you? No. They're going to be incredible. I think that I think bringing in Juju is like huge for them. That's an underrated yeah. move. Juju has like shown that he's like pretty good, but I think with like a QB who's actually like good at playing QB, he'll do like he'll floor. It. I mean, he was amazing like a, like four years ago ish with Big Ben back yeah, when Big. His rookie year and his second year, he was like him and AB were like the best one-two punch. Yeah, I think he's going to be back to that level. And I think Mahomes is good enough at quarterback to like – it really doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to. He still has Kelsey to lean on. He has Sky Moore, who they picked in like the second round, I want to say, who I'm really high on as well. They still have Mecole Hardman. They brought in uh, – they brought in someone else. I don't really – it doesn't matter. They're going to be good. Their running back situations iffy. They but brought in Valdez Scanlon. Valdez Scanlon. That's who I was thinking of. Thank you. And I'm sh- he was fine with Rodgers. I'm sure he'll be fine with Mahomes. Their defense will be fine. Andy Reid coaches them well. I still have them. I don't know if they win the division, but I still have them in the playoffs. 
I think they're going to win the division, personally. Yeah, and I don't hate that take. The only reason I don't have them winning the division is because the team I'm highest on in the entire NFL is the L.A. Chargers, led by my favorite quarterback, not on the Ravens, Justin Herbert. I think he's I think he's better than Mahomes. I, I've said it many times. Wow. I, I, truly th- I truly think he's more talented. That's uh, a crazy take. Uh, he's probably not more talented, but – I really I like watching him play more than uh, Mahomes. I, I don't know something about him his aura. They're both amazing. They're both two and three for me b- behind Lamar just because. But I don't know. I I think the weapons are there. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, and I think their defense is so so much better. Bring in J C Jackson. Bring in Khalil Mack. I, that that is a huge game. Changer. I just and I. He's so, so... And they they have a Joey Bosa. Yeah, and he's so divisive in the NFL community, but I love Brandon Staley as a coach. Go for it. Every time, go for it. I love that mentality. I love the analytics. I don't give a shit if it doesn't work sometimes. I I have a good question for you, actually. Yeah. Let's say they beat the Raiders in that game, Uh Week 17. What do you think LA does in the playoffs, in the the Raiders' spot? Would they... Play the Bengals. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm going to say I think they beat Bengals, but, but you, you think that in a non-biased way? I thought the Bengals were going to lose every postseason game last year, and they still somehow won. So I I picked the Raiders over the Bengals as well. Wow. So I would have picked the Chargers. I don't know if they actually win, but it would have definitely been nice because spoiler, I have the Chargers going pretty far this year. It sucks that Herbert hasn't had a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be excel in the playoffs. He'll just, have one soon, very soon. Yeah, it just sucks that I like he ha- we haven't seen him in the playoffs yet. If I had like the comfort of knowing he's fine in the playoffs, like I'd have no pick problem picking them to go far. But I'm gonna do it anyway. Are you as high on the Chargers as me, or semi lower? Or uh, I'm like a tiny notch lower. Like I think they're really good and everything, but I think. Like, you're really high on the go-for-it aspect. I think sometimes that's not a good idea. That's fair. I think it, it kind of fucked them last year. I think it, it definitely fucked them the last possibility year, but... of it fucking them again this year because it's a 50-50 shot, really. I, I, I don't want to put yeah. them above the Chiefs because of that. That's fair. Um, Moving on, Denver or, or Vegas? Who are you higher up? Denver. Really? Uh, uh, that's a tough one. I feel like you felt differently like twenty or like an hour ago when we were talking football. I uh, – it's a tough one because I don't know. Denver, if you think about it, like, their team's like good and they have Russell Wilson now, but like how good? Well, they, see, they have a brand new coach. We don't know how they're going to – I I love their weapons personally. Was it Corlin Sutton? Corlin Sutton and Judy and Javante Williams at running back. I really, really like Javante Williams. Who's their tight end? Um, I'm not gonna p- pretend to know his last name, but it, we're calling him Alberto. It's Albert Okawakawapabababam or something. <laughs> and look it up. Like that's as close. I, like I, please I, look it up. Like that's that's kind of what it is. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna try to pronounce okay. it. Okay. And I'll I'll talk about uh why I believe in them. Also, I just think Russell Wilson had some down years in Seattle, but I think. He's gonna be back. I think he's gonna be back into true form. He didn't really believe. JV's laughing over there. Say his last name. Albert Akwagagabal. Okay, that's pretty much what I said. Akwagagabal. <laughs> okay, I have no idea. Pretty much what I said. Um, there's a G and then a B. But I, th- I think, uh, I think Russell Wilson's in this like similar to Allen Robinson type of role where like he kind of just like quit last year. He had some beef with the Seahawks. 
new role, new spot, going to Denver, similar to how Peyton went out to Denver. I think he's going to he be – still played really well too. That's what I'm saying. I think he's going to be back in a spot with an offensive coach, and I think he's just going to be back to the – maybe not like the old Russ where like he was running for like 600 yards a year, but I think passing-wise we're going to – we're going to have the usual debate, I think, after week seven is Russ the MVP before he he's going to have like off. 15 touchdowns and like five picks in the first like six weeks. And then he's going to throw like 10 touchdowns yeah. and seven picks the rest of the year. Exactly. Um, Raiders, I don't, I just think it sucks for them to be in this division. Yeah. I like Carr. Bringing in Devontae Adams to play with him is amazing. I like Renfro. I like Waller. The running backs are all right. Their offense is good. I don't think their defense is good enough to deal with the Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos six times a year. That's going to be the best division to watch. Every time they play, over-under is going to be like 50. The games are going to be awesome. But So do you kind of agree, though? or do you think I think they're definitely like – I think they're tied for the worst team in the division with Denver. Right. Um, Do you see either making the playoffs? Let me look at the – if they're making the playoffs, it's 100% a long card spot. So let me see the other teams. All right. Well, so we'll do that now. We'll go around uh, name our, naming our playoff teams. NFC East, we both have the Bills winning, right? Uh, AFC East. Yeah. Oh, sorry. AFC East, we both have the Bills winning. Yeah. I actually have the Dolphins coming out as a wild card team in the AFC East. That's going to be different. I know you won't have that. Yeah, I do not um, have that. AFC South, you have the Titans. I have the Titans. I have the Colts. No wild cards. Um. Colts wild card. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you have the Colts beating out Vegas probably then, is what I'm going to guess. Possibly. I'll, I'll just read out my, my playoff. Team. Well, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going in order. North. I'm getting confused now. <laughs> it's seven. It's simple, simple seven. Okay, just In right. the north. Uh, I have Cincinnati, Baltimore. I have the Ravens winning the division and Cincinnati sneaking in as well. And out west. You have the uh, Chiefs winning. I have Chiefs winning. Chargers wild card. I do have one more wild card spot because I, I have one for Buffalo. That's one spot total. I'm, I'm saying total playoff team. One Buffalo, uh, two, three, Cincinnati, uh, Baltimore, four, five, Tennessee, Indianapolis, six, Kansas City, seven, the Chargers. So, yeah, I guess Denver doesn't make it. Yeah, I have the Chargers winning and the Chiefs getting in as well, both being like 11 and six. I think the Chargers – I mean, I think the Raiders and uh, Broncos might have, like, 10 wins each and still not get in. I think that's how good the AFC is, though. Yeah. I, I think no team in that division goes below 500. Yeah. All right. If, if they do it, it'll be, like, 8 and 9. Yeah, that'll do it for this portion because I wanted to catch up on every team. We're going to finish off the pod real quick. We have our – oh, well, first, Super Bowl winners. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl against who? I have the Packers beating the Bills. Packers beating the Bills. Yes. You think Aaron Rodgers finally does it? I do. I have – what? Give me Bills over Packers. Bill, oh, you podcast. just flipped mid-podcast? I, I flipped, Aaron Rodgers chokes again it. on pod. What I'm thinking about it, like, who the fuck does, like, Aaron Rodgers – Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. But, like – they don't have anyone to throw the ball to. Yeah. Lazard. I, I, I thought about it in my head. Josh Allen is Josh Allen. <laughs> He's like the up-and-coming like, goat. And then he has Diggs, uh, Dawson Knox, Gabe Davis, a great defense. Like, oh. 
Yeah. I think I think yeah, that's my take. Bills Super Bowl champ. Yeah, I have uh I've made this pretty clear how high I feel about the Chargers. I think I'm picking the Chargers to win the Super Bowl every year for the rest of my life until they win one. So Herbert, I just know Herbert's winning a Super Bowl. I know he's winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, you're going to get it right. One exactly. Time. I know what's happening. So I'm picking them again. I think that I also had the Packers, which is weird that we both have the Packers coming out of the NFC. I debated between them and the Bucks, but I know I said earlier in the podcast, don't worry about like all the Tampa stuff. But I think, I think we might be due for a Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, NFC championship. That'd be fun. I think Tom or Rodgers uh, will be there. That'd be Again, cool. Yeah. Better than the we need like a full crowd at Lambeau. And it's gonna be a great game. I want it to snow. That yeah. would be dope. Also though, Ravens beating the Rams is also a possibility. Just throwing it out there. All right. Finishing up the pod real quick. We're just gonna give our award picks. Uh we'll start with our offensive rookies of the year. JP, who you got? Offensive rookie of the year? Yes. Traylon Burks. Which is funny because you're so high in the Titans, and it makes sense because if they're going to be good, he has to be good. Yeah, I think he's going to be the number one option there, especially if maybe Derrick Henry loses a step. Jalen Burks is going to be the guy they throw the ball to a million times, and the stats are just going to rack themselves up. Yeah, I've I've said it throughout um, the offseason. I think Chris Olave was the best receiver in the NFL draft this year, even though he wasn't drafted the highest. I think Jameis is going to set him up perfectly. I think he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think the Offensive Rookie there should be James Cook. I just don't think the Bills are going to use him at running back as much as they should because they still believe in Singletary for some reason. Which is foolish. And Isaiah Likely is the greatest rookie we've ever seen. But he might Dark not. Horse. He might not win it. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year, we're both in lockstep here. Aiden Hutchinson. Yes, sir. I don't even know that many defensive rookies besides him, I knew so. he was running it the second he saying Billy Jean on hard knocks. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, comeback player and of the year. Sisters. Oh. <laughs> comeback player of the year. Oh, I didn't even think about this one. You go first. Uh, some guys I thought of, CMC and Saquon Barkley off the top of my head are very easy options. But I'm going off, uh, off the cusp here. I'm going Brian Robinson. I, I don't think a rookie's ever won comeback player of the year. But after getting shot five times in the preseason, if that guy comes back and just plays running back for the commanders, I think they're going to give it to him. He got shot five times? Or it was like, it was three or four times. That's And I think he's going to come back into a starting role, and there's no precedent for this. I don't even know if it's allowed, but he's my pick for comeback player of the year. I don't think, by definition, it would be allowed. But there's no. It's like a comeback of like having a down year in the NFL. Is it, though? I dare you. I, that's, that's, the I, I, that's the thing. I, I don't. I dare you. To, I've never seen. I dare you to find the definition of this award because I tried and couldn't find one. So okay, you're not, it, it doesn't matter. My point. My point is he's coming back from gunshot wounds. It's not necessarily coming back from like a bad year. You know. Yeah, I think it's going to be Barkley. I think you had to pick your guy there. I, I, yeah. If he if he's not, I have to have some. If he's not in contention, if he's not in contention for this award, it's a problem for the New York Giants. Oh God, I found the definition. Yeah, but what does it say? Player who has shown perseverance and overcoming adversity. There you go. What does that say? In the form of not being in the NFL the previous year, a severe injury, or simply poor performance. It says nothing about like the last year having to matter. Well, it says. In the form of not being in the NFL. Well, that was an example. Well, wouldn't he just get 
Rookie of the year? No, I don't think it'll be that good. Well, well rookie of the year is the, the award. Hey, let me read this again. Listen to it this way. Uh, player who has shown perseverance in overcoming adversity. What is adversity? Getting shot four times? Yeah. And, uh, uh, let me read it to you this way again. Player who has shown perseverance in overcoming adversity in the form of a severe injury. It says nothing about well, the year before if you read it like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So that's my pick. Shut up. All right. No, I, I don't hate it. Just... <laughs> I, I I actually kind of hope that he is. Like... He's winning it. Coach of the year. Coach of the year, I think. You go first. Uh, I have actually Andy Reid for this award. Um, I think there's a very good chance that they're going to be one of the best teams in the AFC. Obviously, I have the Chargers finishing ahead of them. But I still think there's a good chance that the Chiefs are the number one seed in the AFC. And Andy Reid hasn't won it since 2002, which is a crazy fact. So I think 20 years later, he wins another Coach of the Year award. It's a little fitting. Uh, but that's who I have. I think it goes to Sean McDermott. Interesting. Just number one seed takes it. I think they're just going to be a really good football team. Yeah. The, uh, I thought there was a decent chance an NFC coach wins it just because the NFC is so bad. There's a chance, like, a team like Lafleur and the Packers just goes like fourteen and two, but and if that happens, I think Lafleur wins it because to be like, oh well, look at the offense he has, and he still coached them to this record, you know? Yeah, sure. I think that's possible, but my re- my pick is still Reed. I think the narrative. Uh, defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. Easy pick. I went with Nick Bosa just because I don't know. I wanted to be a little bit different. No real reason, but it's probably going to be Aaron Donald. And I didn't want to pick Watt. I'm, I'm going to say it's not. <laughs> I'm going to guarantee it's not going to be Watt. Yeah, he stinks. He sucks. Pat, Patrick Sertan, long shot pick. I don't know if you know who that is. That's on the, he's the, like a, he was a rookie or something on the Broncos. A, yeah, the rookie corner for the Broncos last year. I just think he's really good. It's going to be hard for him. Yeah, he is. It's a long shot. Offensive player of the year. I don't think it's going to be a QB unless, like, some QB has a crazy MVP and offensive player of the year award season. Jonathan Taylor is an interesting answer because, like, I feel like if he's close, oh. he's going to, like, they're going to feel bad that he didn't win it last year. That, yeah. Thing. Uh, I'm, this is another thing. I'm picking Lamar to win this award every year just because I don't think he's going to win another MVP. But, like, if he goes off and has, like, crazy rushing stats, I could see them, like, giving him this award eventually one year. So I picked him for it last year. I'm going to pick him again for like the next five years. Uh, and same thing goes for MVP. Who's your MVP this year? Josh Allen. Easy enough. <clears throat> I'm going who have been dick riding this whole podcast, Justin Herbert. And I'll pick that every year along with the Super Bowl until he wins an MVP. Cause I think Justin Herbert will win an MVP soon. I hope he does, man. Just to make you happy. I just believe I just believe in him way too much. And maybe he'll shut up. Yeah, I literally I like just say he's better than Mahomes for no good reason. <laughs> just because I like him so much. It doesn't even make any sense. I have no evidence to back it up. It is pretty crazy. I think he's a better deep ball thrower. That's I'll give him that. Uh but it doesn't really matter. We I've talked about him enough. Um all right. We're done here. What I want to do right before we go though is just really quickly look at the week one slate. I just want to hear what games you're just the most excited for as we're getting ready for some real football. Obviously, uh, opening night, 
Rams Bills. Is, that that's probably my game of the week. Yeah, it's. I'm so happy that we have an awesome game to kick off the year. I'm pretty excited for uh, Tampa Bay Dallas, Loki. Yeah, the rematch of last year's. That was the opening game last year, right? Yep. Which ended up being a good football game, if I'm correct, right? I, yeah, I think so. I think it's pretty good. And like, even though it on paper isn't necessarily like the greatest matchup, but and obviously I'm excited for the. Uh... The Joe Flacco versus Lamar. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. To be I, there I love the storyline yeah. behind that. Same thing with Baker versus the Browns. I'm kind of looking forward to it. And the same reasons. Just like I, was, I think Baker's going to come out fired up and also want to kick some ass too. Oh, that's a good. That's that's a really good story. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I hope he does. The only other game I think deserves a shout out. Oh well. Uh, Russell Wilson going back to Seattle Monday night's pretty cool oh, too. Wow. Oh my dude. Well, like Seattle sucks, so it's gonna like it's gonna be like exactly. A down, dude. Uh, and then again, we talk about the AFC West Chargers Vegas to kick off the year. I think that's an awesome game. It's a rematch AFC... of that ending. Yeah, true. The the the, week, week the forced 18. tie. Uh, any AFC West game, like we said, is going to be good. So just looking forward just to just those in, in general. Yeah. All right. Well, that's this is coming out on Thursday. So happy football day! It is actually we're recording after midnight, so it is football day. It's like it's like a turning Christmas. Yeah. Happy football day. Um, anyone who's listening to this on Thursday, also happy football day. Um, the, like we said, I mean, the football fiends are back. This is the greatest thing ever. I'm so happy to be watching football again. I can't wait to rank some QBs. Yes, yes, that'll be uh, coming next week. Uh, our quarterback rankings, which will normally drop every Friday morning or afternoon whenever I wake up. Uh, stay tuned for those. Savannah, uh, Fantasy Football Survivor Podcast is also back. That'll be dropping this Friday. Uh, and then we'll going forward be dropping on Thursdays. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for that. Hoop Fiends have the month off. They'll be back in October uh, to celebrate the new NBA season and season three of that podcast. But for now, for everything we're dropping, stay tuned at Hoop Fiend Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and all that jazz. And again, I've said it many times, happy football day, and we'll catch you guys next time. Another episode of your favorite show.